I'm Sarah Abel and welcome to the Parent Talk podcast for the primary years. My coffee guests today are Care for the Family's founder, Rob Parsons, and UK director, Catherine Hill. And our topic is all about parenting styles. And we've got a scenario this time from a dad. He writes about his five-year-old son. And he says he is often the one always saying no, and his wife only seems to say yes. He writes, it would be easy for me to be the good guy all the time and not discipline him. And he really is a great boy, but it always seems to be me who tries to correct behavior, even when it's something I thought we'd already agreed on. So should we discuss the fact that we've changed the agreements in front of our son, or should he not see that? Because it seems to me that once he knows that my wife and I aren't agreed on something, he can position himself in the middle of us and get away with stuff. <laughs> Does that sound like a familiar scenario? Do you know, I think kids are just adept at that, aren't they? They can, so there's a chink of light between you and they're gonna be in there. And they know one of you is more of a soft touch than the other and, and they're always gonna be asking that one if they can do X or Y. Do you know, before we get into the stars, I think it's quite an important point Catherine's raised. If you're parenting with a partner, your husband, the wife, it is desperately important you're together in it. Mm. You're together. You may not agree, but absolutely don't discuss it in front of the child. Be together in it. No point mum sending this little boy to bed early because he's been naughty, you know, sending him to bed at six o'clock, dad getting in at eight o'clock, going upstairs, sitting on the end of the bed and saying, oh, don't worry, son, she drives me crazy too. Don't do that. Because none of this is just about discipline. It's about security. Mm. And, and, and a child needs a sense of security. At least mum and dad are together in these things. Mm. And so I think if you're, if you're um, parenting, in, um, if you're separated, yep. and you know, dad may be in one home, mum may be in the other, might be sharing the care, it's doubly hard to do that because there might be different rules in one home than the other. But yeah. again, it's not always possible, but if it is, to try and agree some, some ground rules so, so these kids know where they are. Gosh, do you know, that is, so imp- that is so important because it's easy for the parent who has the child less to be the, you know, the, the hero. Um, perhaps the mum or dad, normally, normally the dad would have the child less and, and it's easy for them to, you know, with cinema and do all the fun things. With, yeah. But that's not, not wise. It's not easy to get it right. But certainly on those things of discipline and rules, for the sake of the child, very, very important to, uh, to be together in it. Yeah, so mm. to get on the same page. Mm. Um, I mean, it sounded like they had kind of opposing parenting styles. Um, is there a kind of ideal parenting style? Is that a way that... Yeah, should be aiming for something which should be. Wow, we talk about that a lot in the Parent Talk resources, so on the Parent Talk course, but also at the event. We talk about three different styles of parenting, and there's a kind of spectrum um, two at each end, and the one to aim for in the middle. But the the one end is, I think, the one that probably the mum in that um, scenario, I would think she's probably the more permissive parent. So, permissive style of parenting anything goes, you don't have many rules, um, you know, it's all quite relaxed. And whilst I think people often look, I know our kids used to look at uh, mums and dads whose, whose homes were like that, and they say, oh, you're so strict, I wish ours were like that. Actually, those kids don't always grow up with a sense of security, and they don't know always where those boundaries are. I think that's right. And then the other, you know, sometimes when we're on the course, we illustrate the three styles, by using little sheep. Mm-hmm. And the one Catherine's just talked about, permissive, we show a sheep uh, on, on a hillside and there are no fences, no boundaries. This kid can wander anywhere on the hillside. But does that little sheep look uh, happy? Not really. 
Because as we said a moment ago, this is not about discipline at heart, it's about security. And nothing is more destined to breed insecurity in a child than to believe there are no rules and if there are, nobody cares if they cross them. Mm. Talk, Catherine, talk about the, with the little sheep and how we use that to illustrate the, the kind of, uh, the, the authoritarian The authoritarian style. one, yeah, so that's the other end of the spectrum. So I think maybe the dad in that yeah. scenario, he might be more authoritarian. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I'm probably, can be a bit controlling, I think the rest of our family would say, and I think I would veer. That's something we didn't know. I'm working on it, I'm working on it. But um, I think actually, if you do tend to be a bit more, a bit controlling, you know, you want your kids to be just so, you want life to be just so, then um, we can we can be in that authoritarian end of the spectrum. And the little sheep in this diagram, yeah. um, they're completely hemmed in. They can't move because there are rules about everything about where you hang your coat, where you put your shoes, when you clean your teeth, when you do Brush your Brush your teeth homework, six ways this way and ten ways that way, all that kind of stuff, yeah. When you do your reading, um, yeah. all those different yeah. things. Rules about everything, but those rules are all enforced as well. So it's not that they're just there, then yeah. there's trouble and there's consequences if you break them. But these kids, they, they will grow up not knowing when things really matter because there are so many rules they'll they'll about just get, everything. yeah, yeah. so if on the one hand we are permissive yes to everything and over here we have authoritarian tell me what's in the middle ah <laughs> no you won't <laughs> okay. go on all go right on. okay well yeah, in the middle sheep. is what we call assertive parenting and with assertive parenting there are as few rules as possible and you say yes when you can but the rules you have you enforce rigidly so the child knows where they are. And, and the, the little sheep we, we, we illustrate this with, you can see that they're in a, a little paddock almost, so there's room for them to experiment. And actually, as they get older, that gate gets more and more open. So assertive parenting, you say what you mean, you mean what you say, as few as possible, but they are enforced. And I think these parents actually could do with a bit of a dose, to be honest, of assertive parenting. To meet somewhere in the middle. Just somewhere, somewhere, yeah. It's, it, yes, but it's not just the middle. It's not, assertive parenting is not just a mix of authoritarian and permissive. It is actually a decision that these rules matter in our home. You can get away with this, and you have to therefore choose which battles you're going to fight and what you're going to let go, but you have some rules that really matter, and a child knows where they are. And it's hard, isn't it? Because things that used to matter to me, um, that I would make a big deal about. Looking back, you know, it wasn't such a big deal. So I would mind what clothes they would wear to go to a family party. You know, I wouldn't want them to wear their football strip. I'd want them to, you know, look like, I don't know, that, like they were dressed up for a, for a family tell occasion that, or something. Tell us a story about the, um, the, one of your kids who wanted to go in a wetsuit to some dude. What, what was that? <laughs> so, no, what that's was a that? good one. That's a good one. So um, it was our third one, Ed, and we were on holiday in Cornwall and we went, uh, we were going out for a meal with another family and it was across the estuary and they got this little rubber boat and so we all agreed, it was October half term, so we, we'd agreed that we'd meet down by the boat and we'd go across and this um, little cafe where we're going to was the other side. Everyone met by the boat and they were all getting a bit cold because I was having a bit of a tussle um, with our son um, about what he was going to wear to go out for this thing. His eight-year-old logic was he had a new wetsuit and he decided that the correct thing to wear uh, to go in a boat was a wetsuit full length sense, yeah. with feet and everything the whole shoes and you know eventually I thought does it matter and so we went down to this boat we went across we went to this restaurant and I still remember going and the woman and um, the, the waitress she opened the door and she looked at him and she said 
how far have you come? She said. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, we had this meal. He got a bit hot. Um, I think he wanted to go to the loo about 20 times. I had to peel him out of this wetsuit. And, uh, and then every time we came out of the loo, there was a queue, you know, going out of the door. But, you know, we had such a fun evening. And actually, my, the authoritarian bit of me was wanting him to wear proper clothes. But on that occasion, just relaxing those that and, um, yeah. you know, we had such fun. And it's an evening we still remember. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lovely phrase on that uh, little scenario you read out where the father says, um, you'll try to get away with stuff. Getting away with stuff is what kids are meant to do. Yeah. We're meant to put the rules and they're meant to try to get away with it. That's what you do as a kid. And you know what? In a sense, this is important because it's not just with us. They're seeing how life works. If you have rules, does it matter if I break them? How much can you get away with? What should you push? So this is not just a matter about whether they should be watching television or they've left their dirty trainers in front of the television and they haven't put their toys away. It's about life. We're, we're training them not just for that situation, but for, for, for life. And where is the permissive parent? We'll always be saying yes. The authoritarian people say never while you live under my roof. The assertive parent is looking for that middle ground where a child knows where they are. Few as possible, defend them rigidly. So I think um, one of the things that is useful to look at, we've talked about it in a previous podcast, is about values and our family values can help us decide what are the things we're going to make a big deal about. What are the, the things that we think are really important that um, we're going to say no to and then we say yes to everything else. You know, I hesitate to raise this because it might make it a bit more complicated. But the truth is, in our experience, certainly with Katie and Lloyd, there were kind of subtle differences. You could be more lax with Katie because she wouldn't take advantage. But Lloyd was always seeing how far he could push you. Yeah. So, so if, you, if you said yes to Lloyd, Lloyd didn't assume that that was yes to that. He, he was yes, a mile ahead of that. He was going to try something else the next day and push you even further the next day. So it was always this, always this wonderful balance. But you know, I watch him now with three kids of his own, under five, better father than I ever was. And he's strict and he's assertive. <laughs> the, the, the annoying thing about having grown kids is to see them giving their friends advice that you gave them as though they've just thought of it. <laughs> I hear him say, be assertive, be more assertive. Lloyd, you drove me crazy. <laughs> and one final tip I'd love to ask you for is, um, if you are parenting together or um, you're co-parenting separately, um, how do you get on the same page if you have got different styles or you're, you're both trying to work at becoming more assertive? I think one of the easiest ways to do that is to actually see what happens when you do get on the same page. Mm. There's nothing more scary for the child than to suddenly realise they can't play off mum against dad. Or they can't play off mum with whom I live all weekend and dad who I see on weekends. That they're actually together in it. There's something scary about that. But it's healthy that their parents are together on this. Now, we may not agree, and in truth, of course, as Catherine and Richard said, and certainly Diane and I, we, we, we're different. We agree something that will work. And it's not difficult. What are the most basic rules? What really matters in this home? You can't have fights about everything in life. You spend all your life fighting. What are the basic rules? And if they matter to us, let's enforce them together. That's very, very uh, powerful. Mm.
Oh, I think that's right. And also in that scenario, maybe just start with one thing. So say, say it's a meal time and, um, you know, in that situation, maybe the dad is always telling them off about their table manners and their mum saying, hey, it doesn't matter or whatever. Um, just choosing maybe that issue and talking together, not in front of um, the, little, the little boy, but talking separately, you know, out of earshot and agreeing, let's just try it. Let's just try and see how we can work together on this, on that one, and, um, and then build it from there. You know, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And, and, and as you were speaking, my mind went back to an occasion the kids were small and Dan said to me one day, Rob, she said, I desperately need you to back me up with Lloyd. You're not backing me up and I need you to do that. And it was like a light going on. I wanted to be his best friend, but you know, it's not a good idea for a parent to do that. You have to be together in it. It's better for the child. I'm so pleased you said that and it's going to be a challenge to me personally, but good conversations to go back and have at home. Um, do let us know how you get on on our Facebook page and we'd love to hear your experiences, ideas and thoughts around this topic. And also if you've got a scenario that you'd love us to discuss on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. And if we use your scenario, then we'll be sending you a copy of Catherine's brilliant book. If you forget everything else, remember this, Parenting in the Primary Years. It's a great read. And um, we hope you'll join us next time. But until then, it's goodbye from all of us. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Parent Talk podcast for the primary years. For further information about our courses, resources and events, please visit us at carefortheFamily.org.uk.